You cannot take him. He is a child, Hedwig screamed as she shielded her younger brother from the guard. Get out of my house now, you brutes! The shorter of the two uniformed men pulled her aside. Be careful, Fraulein. We have our orders, and he is coming with us. The soldier's facial expression changed from one of anger to one of annoyance. It is the law for all children to be taken to Berlin and registered with the Hitler Youth. You will comply with the law. Lieutenant Reinhardt carried a rifle slung over his shoulder and used his eyes to threaten. Although shorter than the other soldier, he was somehow more intimidating. Both officers were at least six feet tall, with blonde hair and blue eyes, looking like statues of Greek gods. They could pass for brothers, yet their demeanor portrayed them as opposites. Edmund pushed from behind his older sister. I want to go, please, I want to go. All my friends are joining, and I want to go. Edmund stood with his back to the two men, determined to do his part for the fatherland. Having witnessed the Fuhrer's speeches, Edmund envisioned the fellowship the Nazi party provided. He attended the parades of the youth organization, but he wanted to participate. He wanted to experience a sense of belonging. Edmund yearned to be a part of something special, and he needed his sister to understand. With a furrowed brow and teary eyes, the nineteen-year-old Hedwig looked at her brother's excitement. Edmund, you are not old enough to understand the impact of recent events. This is not a good thing, and it is not for you. Sister, at fourteen years old, I am almost a man, and not much younger than you. You will see, I will become a great soldier and make you proud. That is what scares me, Hedwig thought. The taller soldier, Lieutenant Gottlieb, dressed in his crisp uniform, tousled Edmund's blonde hair. He appeared powerful with his shiny leather boots, black uniform, and Nazi armband. Yet somehow he gave an appearance of warmth, unlike his threatening partner. Determined, Hedwig stepped between Edmund and the soldier. She looked deep into his eyes, thinking that in a different situation she may have found him attractive. Through gnashed teeth, she said, You can't take him. Lieutenant Reinhardt smacked Hedwig across the face while grunting in anger. Her head flung, hitting the wall as she reached for the spot just below her eye. Pain shot through her cheek, making it throb at once. Rubbing it did not help the pain dissipate faster. Edmund's eyes widened because he had never before seen anyone strike his sister. Her husband was a gentle, loving man who would never do such a thing. I warned you, Fraulein, and I will not warn you again. We do not need your permission, so decide how you want this day to end. His eyes bulged with rage, and the veins in his neck flashed as he spoke. Still rubbing her cheek, Hedwig looked from the soldiers to her brother and back again. How old are you, Fraulein? Perhaps you should be joining our youth organization as well. We now have a female section. Edmund interrupted. She's nineteen, and she got married last year. Shocked at Edmund's lack of concern for her and his eagerness to join this group, Hedwig stood in silence. She thought about what she could do to make them leave. At that moment, a figure appeared in the window. The front door opened as Hedwig pushed through the two soldiers, wrapping her arms around the man who entered. Fritz, please, Fritz, help me. They came for Edmund, but you can't let them take him away. He is all I have of my family. 
As Fritz appraised the situation, he extended his hand to the soldiers. Guten Tag, I am Herr Schultz. Welcome to our home. You upset my wife, and I hope we can settle this matter. Fritz Schultz was much older than the rest of the people in the room. His hair showed signs of gray, and his wrinkled skin conveyed his years. Lieutenant Reinhardt stepped forward, pushing Fritz's hand away. This matter is already settled. The boy is coming with us. It is the law. From behind her husband, Hedwig begged, Please, please don't remove him from our home. Inspired by his wife's pleas, Fritz pulled his wallet from his pocket. I do not possess much money. The economy has ruined my business. But I will donate all I can to your organization if you allow this child to remain here for a little longer. A few months, perhaps? Fritz started counting bills, but the butt of a rifle came crashing across his chin.